Welcome to the Metro Church Podcast. We hope you will be blessed by this message. For more information about Metro Church, visit our website at metrochurch.org.au. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 54 again, where we have been this whole year so far speaking about enlarge. We believe that's the word that the Holy Spirit has spoken to us as a church. And so if you've been a part of this church, if you're not, by the way, and you're a guest here this morning, thank you for making uh, our service a part of your week. And if you don't have a church home, maybe the Holy Spirit will speak to you and say that this is meant to be your church. Talk to them at the Connect Hub. We'd love to be a part of that journey with you. But Isaiah 54, just the first three verses, says, Sing, O barren, you who have not born. Break forth into singing and cry aloud, you who have not laboured with child, for more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Don't spare, lengthen your cords, strengthen your stakes, for you will expand to the right and to the left And your descendants will inherit the nations and make the desolate cities inhabited. So we've been speaking about enlarge. I believe that enlarge is not about more of what we already have. In this scripture, it's about the miraculous of God. I believe that the Holy Spirit wants to continue to do miracles in our midst. And that's not just miracles of healing or miracles of family life, but it's miracles in every arena. No matter what your need is, I heard the Holy Spirit speak to my heart this morning to say to every single one listening or watching or that's here in this service, I heard him say, tell them there is hope. I believe that for every single one of us today, the miraculous power of God has not uh, been simply locked away into a previous time in history. It doesn't belong with the apostles or with the early church, but it belongs with the living expression, the body of Christ. It belongs in the place of believing and faith. It belongs in the house of God. And so I want you to know today, you've come to a place where we believe that God does miracles. We see God do miracles. We are aware of the miracles of God. And I want to encourage you. Maybe you're here today and you feel like all of hell has turned up at your house or at your business place. Then rest assured, fill in one of those connect cards. We are believing with you and believing that God wants to enlarge your world and do the miraculous. So it's about making room for God to do the unusual, the unpredictable, and the previously unseen. It's about drawing a larger circle, about making room, and then trusting God to fill the room. And so when we talk about dinner and church on the 24th and those uh, 1,500 or so students that we have invited to be a part of that, that is actually us carrying out the command of God. Draw a larger circle. Draw something bigger and then trust God to fill it. There is no way that we could accomplish that. We're drawing a larger circle. So in two weeks' time when our church in Malaysia 
in Klang plants our new church in Dakota Kinabalu. When the churches that we have already planted into India, when all and some of those things I know you don't know about them yet, uh, but I'll fill you in as time uh, allows and permits, but not this morning. But as we are doing that, we are continuing to draw a larger circle around our life. I am determined that this year, my life will encompass a greater space. I know that the enemy always wants to get you to shrink. He always wants to tell you, you know, you need to kind of just settle down, calm down, you know, just uh, pull back a little bit, you know, and all the rest of it. I was thinking about this during the week. I don't, I've heard people say over the years, and I've got to be honest, I don't think I've ever heard it from someone in this church. But I've heard people over the years say, I'm just overcommitted. And I think about that and I wonder if such a thing's even possible. I, I, can you be overcommitted to Jesus? You know what I mean? If you're married here, can you be overcommitted to your marriage? Now, you could be over-controlling or you could be over-worried, but I don't know that in the healthy sense of commitment, you can be over-committed to anything. And uh, I'm so glad that I have given my life to the cause of Christ, to His kingdom, to His purpose and His plan. I've not, I don't think, ever regretted it. I've had some difficult moments, but we want to make room and enlarge and say, God, we're making this space. Only you can fill it. This woman cannot have the children. Naturally speaking, there's no way to fill the room that God's told her to build. And yet God says, you do that first. God doesn't say, watch what I do and then get out your pen and draw the big circle. He says, you do that first. Trust me to fill what you enlarge. Come on. Trust me to fill it. You all here this morning. Trust me to fill what you enlarge. So however the God is speaking to you for this year, trust him to fill what you enlarge. But this morning, I actually don't want to talk about enlarge. I want to talk about the next part, which is stretch. Stretch means that I can see it. Maybe I can touch it. Like right now, that drink bottle, I could stretch and touch it. But if I'm going to grasp it, I've really got to stretch out, move from the position I'm in in order to be able to touch it. Right now, I can see the microphone and the stand, but I can't even touch that. I would have to shift. I'd have to move and stretch in order to be able to grasp that. That's what happened to Elisha when he got touched by the mantle of God from the prophet Elijah in 1 Kings 19. The Bible says this, that Elijah went past and cast his mantle over him. He got touched with the mantle of God, but it took 13 years of stretching for Elisha to get to the day where he absolutely possessed it and what he touched became his. Paul wrote in Philippians chapter 3 and verse 12, in the message version, it says this, I'm not saying that I have this all together, that I have it made, but I'm well on my way, watch this, reaching out for Christ who so wondrously reached out for me. Hear it this morning, wherever you are in God, you haven't arrived, you haven't got it all, you haven't seen it all, you will never find anybody in heaven wearing the T-shirt that says, been there, done that, got the T-shirt. 
Because none of us, even when we go to heaven, none of us will stop. None of us. I don't care how old you are or how young you are. There is more for you. There's more growth for you. And God wants you to stretch. And I know that there are people here today and maybe life has dealt you some difficult blows. And the last thing you want to hear right now is somebody stirring you and spurring you to stretch. What you really want is to have a time out. You want to go and lay down. You want to have a, a, a cold drink. You want to just laze around for a while. And here am I today telling you from the Holy Spirit, it's time for us to stretch from where we are. Every vision, every dream requires stretch. We've all dreamt dreams that are yet unfulfilled. We've all been touched by vision that's not yet come to pass. We've all seen possibilities that are not yet our realities. And God doesn't say, well, just hang around, just wait. Well, just sit back. He says, come on, I want you to stretch. So I want you just to tap your neighbor on the shoulder. And says, the Lord says, stretch. Now, most of us think about stretch as a negative. But stretch is not about that. Stretch is always about unrevealed capacity. This is a balloon. It's a very large balloon. I really should have got a volunteer for this, I can tell. I definitely should have got a volunteer. This balloon is about 20 centimetres long, about 10 centimetres, 10 centimetres wide. But that doesn't tell you anything about its capacity. Its present state is no indicator of what it's capable of. I want to tell you this morning, your present state is no indicator of what you're capable of. It's unrevealed capacity. The entire power of this balloon and the purpose of this balloon is not in that, but it's in what you can't yet see. The power of your life and the purpose of your life is not in what you see now, but it's in your unrevealed capacity, in your stretch. Now, if I ask you how big do you think this balloon can get, we'll all start making guesses. But unless you worked at Party Plus at Osborne Park, where I bought this, unless you are the manufacturer, you actually don't know how big this can get. Some of you are going to say, oh, about 30 centimetres. Well, you could come, but I've spat all over it now. (laughs) 
Some of you are going to think, well, that's about it. How many people here have ever got a part of your life where you go, God, I can't take any more. I can't go any further. Come on, four hands went up then. I'm betting it's more like a couple of hundred hands. I can't take any more. God, that's it. I can't stretch anymore. God, I'm going to break. Some of you are starting to look like, oh no, it's about to burst. (laughs) See, you're making a guess based on what you think about its present. You look at it and go, I don't think it can go any further. I actually asked the young woman that I bought it from, how big can this go? Now, I don't know what they do with balloons like this because when I bought it, she said, oh, do you want it for fishing? I didn't realize we had to have a party for the whiting. <laughs> Caught one. Oh, quick, get a balloon. Who's got the streamers? Uh, I said, no, I actually want it for a talk I'm giving. I didn't say sermon. I thought that might freak her out. I said, for a talk. She said, what on? I said, strange, you should ask. So I downloaded this whole message to her over the counter. I said, you know what? You've got unrevealed capacity. She went, mmm. I'm a young woman, early 20s. I said, you've got unrevealed capacity, and we all do. And we all think that we're not capable of stretching any further. And that's where I said to her, by the way, how big can this get? She pointed to one that was already inflated, that was a meter across. Already inflated. To a meter. I don't know because I haven't bothered huffing and puffing enough, but I'm happy to give this away to whoever would like it covered with all. You'd like it covered with all my spent. Not yet. I'll give it to you in a minute. I've got to play with it a little bit longer. You want to you blow it up? Come on up here, brother. This guy, this guy owns Circus Oz thing. You got one and we can climb inside. God, Lord, we just better pray that. Lord, let every germ. I just got back from Cambodia. You just never know what. Uh-huh. Oh, you just keep on going, but if you burst it, it's on you. Uh, stay out here. They all want to watch. They think this is much more fun now that you're doing that. None of us knows our capacity. And as we allow God to stretch us, I want you to get this. Because so many people think that God's stretching is God trying to prove how limited you are. They think that God stretches you to test you. But you know, the the maker of this balloon, they don't blow up balloons to, to test them. They already know how big they can get. They designed them and manufactured them. I'll, I'll just stand a little bit further away. It just occurred to me that I was in the danger zone. Listen to me. God is not stretching you to break you. He's not trying to find your outer limits. He already knows your outer limits. He's stretching you. Listen to me. He's stretching you. Why? Look how much. I don't know the volume thing. (laughs) I'm just staying back. But I would venture to say that probably that balloon already is at about 30 times or 40 times the capacity it had at the start. 
And all of the stretching that's going on right now. I feel like I need a Perspex shield. Can we put the drum cage around me? Uh, You're right. Are you going to blow that up to just wherever? When you inflate the balloon, it's all about revealing the capacity it's capable of. God's stretching. Listen to me. Because you are probably in a zone right now where you're being stretched. Can I just get a witness from anybody in the building? Am I the only one? Am I the only one that has to practice what I preach? Amen. Because I I feel like, God, I'm in the stretching place. And how many people know when you're getting stretched, you're going, oh, God, what's going on? Oh, God, are you even there? And all the whole time, he's just going, trust me on this. I know what your limits are. I'm not going to take you beyond them. God's stretching always reveals our true capacity. I think you'd better stop. Because that's like way big. That's pretty well, yeah. Excuse me? Can you stand up now? You look very, uh, you look like, oh, yeah. I would love you to take that for your business. You don't need that. You've got bigger balloons than that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, my fish was bigger than yours too. One stretch never goes back to the same size. God's stretching reveals our true capacity. Here's the next thing I want you to get. We're going to come to land here very quickly. Stretching is always uncomfortable at first. The balloon unstretched is comfortable right now. It's got no pressure. But if I get Clinton back up here and ask him to start applying pressure... The reality is that athletes stretch to prevent injury. I've met Christians that don't want to get stretched and won't allow themselves to be stretched. Never want to get in a place where they're uncomfortable, where they're out of their depth. Most people that I've watched over the years that say I'm staying in the comfort zone, I get it, I understand it. But can I say to you that just like an athlete who doesn't stretch, you're always more prone to injury in your life. Spiritual injuries, cynicism starts to inhabit people that will not allow God to stretch them. Getting easily offended. Do you know the bigger God stretches you, the more insignificant becomes most of the minor offences of life. Why? My life is about far too much to be bothered with that. Why? Because I've allowed God, I'm not saying this out of you know me, I'm using me as you, but when you've allowed God to stretch you, so much of all the mundane of life just goes, well, who cares? That's not important. I'm about something far bigger than that. Low expectations. To stretch, thirdly, is always about purpose. Who'd want to go to a party where they hung up unused, you know, uninflated balloons? 
Wouldn't that be a real hot looking party? Huh? They're over there and there's some guy playing the, you know, the whistly thing. And that's the entire party. And you go and then go, oh, I think we'll be leaving early. Why? Because stretch has always got to do with purpose. I want the team to come, please, quickly. Stretch is about unrevealed capacity. It's uncomfortable. It's always about purpose. But here's the next thing. Now, Clinton, I really need you back again because I'm not sticking my lips all over. Can you come back for me, please, and help? Give him a big hand. This is Clinton Woodvine. Clinton, at the age of about 13, I think, was busking down in the mall. And now he's the proud owner of Circus Awesomeness. You better give your business a plug. I really don't like doing that. Yeah, I know, but I want you to. So. The Circus Challenge. Circus Challenge. You see them all around Australia. They're pretty amazing. Can you just inflate that a little bit for us, Nick? I'm helping. Yeah, it's slobbery all over it, isn't it? Don't worry about it. Stop. You can stop there. Let me ask you, because we could keep on going. But I want you to tell me which part of the balloon stretched. All of it. Then, Can you point to one point of the thing go, not only stretch there. The reality is the whole thing stretches, doesn't it? And the more you do that, can I say to you today, this year won't be about enlarge if only a couple of people stretch. Thank you. I need all of the creative team to come out. Hop off your keyboard. I need you for a second. Hop off your guitar or bring it with you. Come on around here. I want to show you something. You can bring that. You can bring your guitar or not. Come around here. We're going to get in a circle. We're going to have a little prayer time. Will the circle... Be unbroken by and by, Lord, by and by. Let's all link up. It's a circle. Circle. Yeah, circle. See, circle. 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 Nice and close. I want you to see something here just quickly. Because when we look at this here, we go, look how much we can encompass. You could probably fit two people in this circle right now. And what happens if just one of us, just me, I've got probably the biggest wingspan here. What do we do if just one of us here says, I'm just going to stretch. The rest of you stay where you are. Stay where you are. And I go, I'm stretching. I've made space for maybe one other. But if everybody says I'm going to stretch, if every one of us, if we all stretch, I mean stretch, I mean stretch, we could probably fit 30 or 35 people into this space right now because everybody's stretched. See, the important thing is not, thank you, you can go to your places. The important thing here is not just that one person. It cannot be, listen, church was never about whoever's on the stage anyway. That's why Jesus, the very first thing he did was spend all night in prayer, praying for who he was going to pick to be a part of his team. And he never even stopped with 12. He then went on to another 70. In the upper room, there was 120. And pretty soon that stretched, there was 3,120 at the end of the first day. Every one of them going, I'm not in this to sit and watch. I'm in this to stretch. 
by the end of the first week, it was 5,120. And very quickly after that, it continued to enlarge as every member. That's what it says in Ephesians. It says, by which every part does it share. Now, I know that today there'd be some people here in this place and you have been like this woman. You've experienced disappointment. You've, you'd really characterize your life as being one of almost, maybe spiritually. I almost got there. I almost got off the ground. I, I, I started a journey of growth. But, you know, Jeff, some things happened. People let me down. Stuff went on. I, I, I hit a bit of a wall. I lost my job or whatever it might have been. And out of that thing, you made the, the well, you never made the choice to just kind of roll out from there. Well, I'll just better consolidate and pull back. And so instead of the dream continuing to enlarge as you stretched, almost became the label you now wear. We've got to trust the maker that he knows how far we can go, that he sees what we're in right now and that he's overseeing the entire process. Our stretch is not to hurt us. It's to reveal our true capacity. There's hope. There's hope. Let's pray together right now, just right where you are. I want to pray for those of you here. I know this morning from the Holy Spirit that there are people here. There's some of you that right now, you're in a difficult place. You're in the place of stretch. And everything in your mind is saying, Wind back. Don't talk like that. Don't think like that. There's no point. Don't give that. There's no, you know, you need to pull back. And I hear the Holy Spirit saying, trust the maker. Trust the maker. There's others of you here and your stretch, well, that's been back there. And now disappointment wants to come around your life. Fear. Like that song we sang, I'm no longer a slave to fear. I'm a child of God. I'm going to get the team to sing it with us in a minute. I'm no longer a slave to fear. The fear of failure. The fear of what happens if I step out of my comfort zone. What happens if I fail? And I want to encourage you this morning. I heard the Holy Spirit say so clearly, tell them there's hope in Jesus' name. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for every person that's here. Lord, we've heard your word to us to enlarge and some of us have immediately jumped on that. We're ready for it. Some others of us, Lord, are struggling a bit with that because, well, in the past that hasn't seemed to work so well. But Lord, you keep coming back in your mercy and grace and encouraging us that you're not finished with us yet. That as we enlarge, you will fill the room. As we stretch, we won't break. We'll simply discover new capacity that we didn't even know that we had. Father, I pray for every person here that's going through a difficult season, a time of stretch. You know what I've discovered, folks? I've discovered most stretch happens in my brain. I discover it's thoughts that batter you day after day after day. You've got to come back and say, God, if this is stretch, I'm happy for this season I'm in. 
this is about discovering something more about you and about me than I knew before, I'm happy for this season. Somehow or other, the recognition of that shifts it. In this year of enlarge, God's going to ask some of you to stretch. Opportunities are going to come that you think, well, my inclination is to say no. My inclination is to say not now. My inclination is to say, who me? And yet God says, if you'll stretch, see what I'll do. See what I'll do. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's stand together. We're going to sing together this song. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. I want you to declare it. Those of you here in this place that you know God is speaking to you this morning. I know there's many of you. I know there's many of you. When you sing it, sing it for yourself. Say, God, I'm going to stretch. Some of you need to tell God this morning. God, I'm up for the stretch. I'm up for the enlarge. I'm up for the more. I'm not pulling back. I'm moving forward. In Jesus' name. 